and welcome to the Tips and It's podcast with Sia and Pip. Hello. We are a podcast based in Glasgow where we talk about everything that is amazing, nitty and yarny and fabulous. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get a little bit tipsy along the way. Hello again. We are back at the Tipsy Knits podcast. Sia and Pip are here to delight you with alcohol and nitty related stuff. Yep. If you are a new viewer, viewer, what am I talking about? We're an audio podcast. Can you tell I've been on YouTube? If you're a new listener, even if you are listening to us on YouTube, welcome. We hope you enjoy our particular brand of bonkers. And if you are returning to us, thank you for sticking with us. Yes, very much, especially as it is our third podiversary this month. etc. Uh, I can't believe it. I know, three years. So We are old! <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you that have listened to us throughout these three years, thank you very much, and to all new listeners, yep. welcome to the madness. <laughs> We're actually not that bad. No. So as it's summer, or it was when we planned this episode it's now currently like 11 degrees and gray outside we decided this would almost be a bumper summer episode not in terms of knitting yeah except it's not actually going to be that bumper because we don't have much time to record but we won't be recording in july so the next time we'll see or the next time you'll hear Hear us us. will be in august unless you're at the indie row craft crawl because i'm hopefully going to be there you'll see me you'll actually see me lucky very exciting anyhow important stuff Mm -hmm. this episode we decided because it's summer Mm -hmm. we would drink some summery drinks for you guys because you might be like you know having a wee picnic in your back garden or you might just be chilling out listening to us and bonus when we got to tesco's they had a bunch of stuff on sale yeah so apologies to those of you including our dear pal heather who requested a review of our local little and the general area's little situation. <laughs> um, that is not this episode. No, this is in fact just Tesco's own brand, cheap as chips, 4% pre-mixed cocktails. Yeah, so we, ha- we have some drinks in cans for you guys this episode. Yep. So Pip's gone for the supermarket own brand. I've gone for actual branded drinks because, well, Pip had already taken the cheap stuff. <laughs> yeah, these were a pound each. So I have a strawberry daiquiri mm-hmm. and I have a Cosmo. I have never drunk either of these cocktails before, so I have nothing to compare it to. Which is I have. probably going to be a good thing, to be honest. I think you're in for a lot of sugar, sugar to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I, because it's summer, I've got the classic Pims and Lemonade. Ooh. And then I've got Gordon's Premium Pink Distilled Gin and Tonic. I'm a gin connoisseur. I have no idea what actually constitutes pink gin. Huh. Should have Googled it. Probably. Anyway, let's crack one of these bad boys open. Okay, I'm going to go for... I think I'll enjoy the daiquiri more, so I'm going to go yeah. for the Cosmo first. Okay, you're going Cosmo. I'm going pink gin. Oh my god, I've got a pink ring pull. How cute is that? Aww. Okay, so I'm oh, I can test. smell that. Oh. Mine reeks of strawberries. Let's smell yours. Oh, yours does. Yours reeks of raspberries, I would call is that. Raspberries? That's mm-hmm. raspberry. Mine is... Mine doesn't actually have ingredients on it, so, you know, good job to you, Schweppes. And mine others. just tastes... Mine just smells of, like unknown sweetness mine tastes like a bar of soap oh this actually tastes how i imagine soap tastes this cosmo is unpleasant yeah this is a nope from me okay it might be that we're warning you guys away from buying canned drinks who'd have thought view this as we do this that you don't have to that cosmo has a horrible aftertaste but that might just be because i'm not a big fan of vodka and i'm not a big fan of Uh cranberries Uh i just had pims explode on me that's nice (laughs) (laughs) let's try this daiquiri well, I'm not. I'm just. I'm getting a nice taste of metal because I'm trying to lick this off the top. Okay. Well, try <laughs> okay. your pins first then. 
It'll just taste like watery pims and lemonade. Does it smell okay? It doesn't really smell of anything. It just tastes like watery pims. My daiquiri smells of fake strawberries. Oh, I love... Oh, that smells even more like fake strawberries than mine did. Oh, goodness. Knock it back. I'm a bit scared. Enjoy it. Why are you scared? It's essentially like drinking the colours off Smarties. No, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like a knockoff terrible version of Haribo Straubs dissolved in like plastic. Ooh. (laughs) I love how our, our bumper summer episode has started with all these drinks are terrible. terrible. Okay, so the moral of the story Ugh. is if you are going to knit and enjoy an alcoholic beverage, don't get one that comes in a can. Yeah, those are shocking results yeah. here at Tipsy Knits HQ. Yeah, if, if you're going to make your own Cosmo or Daiquiri, just, just make it yourself. And if you're going to have Pims and lemonade... Just get the real deal. Don't drink these canned things. No. Nope. Um, invest in your your own liquor cabinet. That's all yep. I can suggest. And if you've got a pound to spend on something to drink, just go for the soft variety. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, those cans are cheaper than a Coke in this in the in Tesco's now. They actually are. That is actually kind of worrying. <laughs> so you that, know. Does that mean they've avoided the sugar tax? There's not much sugar in those. I don't know. I've smelt yours in my like pink. They're tea. they're low calorie apparently so it's probably just sweeteners up the wazoo Oof. you know okay well happy summer listeners um <laughs> we hope you enjoy better drinks than we have this month yes <laughs> oh dear uh, we do this so you don't have to mm-hmm. anyway we should probably actually chat some knitting content now after that lovely diversion <laughs> we probably should pip what have you got on your needles I've got one project on my needles. Ooh, monogamy. And that project is giant dotted rays. It's the large size dotted rays. I have about 30 grams of my last Mm -hmm. skein left, and I don't think it's going to do it. Luckily, I have part of another skein that's similar enough that I can bind off using that. But it's a dotted rays by Stephen West. I've actually super enjoyed it right Mm -hmm. up until this bit of the last wedge where it's like 500 rows. Oh my god! Or it's like 500 stitches per row. But the rows do get shorter. So by the time I get halfway through this wedge, I'll probably be racing through it again. That's good. Not looking forward to the I-cord bind off. Oh, ouch. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's all knit with yarn that I got at Press Festival of Yarn last year. Mm-hmm. So it starts with a ball of Merino singles from the lovely Trailers. Have a smoosh. And it's in the Felix Felices colorway. And it's all like pinks and greens and purples and yum it's lovely it then transitions into a ball of sparkly sock yarn from the lovely grenade creations or as she was known before when i bought it little b accessories and it that's all like oranges and blues mm-hmm. and yellows and it's sparkly and it's adorable and then it goes into some yarn from strather and fleece and fiber which is all oranges and yellows and if you actually look at it once i've finished it and i've cast it off and you can see it it looks like a sunset so the fiery orange mm. meshes into kind of the sparkly one that looks like the reflection of the sunset on the water and then the trail is looks like the ocean. It's See? lovely. It is really pretty. And I am really enjoying it. I'm looking forward to wearing it at work where it's freezing all the time because they keep setting the air conditioning to 16 degrees and I'm right below one of the vents. Oh, that's really considerate of them. Uh-huh. Really considerate. 
So I'm looking forward to basically wrapping this yeah. around my face and arm and head and shoulders because it will be big enough to do all of that. Say, once, once you've blocked that, that's going to be ginormous. If I have space to block it, because <laughs> there's like 1,200 plus meters of yarn in this thing, it's huge. But I love it, and it's going to be reasonable. good. It's going to be good. Awesome. Um, so that is what I am working on at the moment. What about yourself, Thea? Okay, so I'm also technically monogamous, my long-term whips notwithstanding, or ever. They're all hibernating, they so they, they don't They're hibernating somewhere. I have cast on an auspice shawl by Lisa Much, also mm. known as Northbound Knitting, and I'm using, guess what, Old Maid Nat, four-ply, superwash merino in the cold sheep colourway. Anyone else surprised? Classic! Mm-hmm. So it's just this wee crescent-shaped shawl with guard stitch and little lace panels. I only cast it on last night, so I've not got to the lace yet, but it is so easy to memorise so far. Yeah. It's going to be lovely sort of popcorn knitting. There will come a problem when I inevitably have to count the stitches, because me and sticking to stitch counts doesn't happen. <laughs> but we can dream. Everything will be fine. Yes. So yeah, that's all I have on my needles. Wow. What about you uh, in terms of off the needles, Pip? What have you cast off? Well, last time I was working a peanut vest by Tin Can Knits in the Queen of Pearl Mm -hmm. Citadel DK. That is cast off. That Uh is now where my sister is and my new nephew, who arrived less than a week ago. Mm -hmm. And he's adorable. And they had to have a fair stay in the hospital. Mm -hmm. and so the cardigan the vertebrae cardigan Uh that i made they put him in the vertebrae cardigan and apparently everyone was asking about it so yeah but she's but my sister sent me some pictures and he is the cutest baby of all time i know everyone always says that but Mm -hmm. he actually is the cutest baby of all time i just want you guys to know that don't at me it's fine <laughs> we'll have this recorded so we can drag this out on his 18th birthday <laughs> so i'm just hoping that the vest will fit yeah. him actually oh it's totally haven't really will. had a chance to put it on him he's not while he is tiny he's yeah. also not small he's not yeah. as small as most newborn babies yeah. are he's you know he's 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 not teeny teeny tiny he's only tiny yeah you know to be fair so, they have had a heat wave down there as well yeah and they only got home like yesterday so oh, that's fair, then. they've got to, you know, get used mm. to being with him in their flat and things. Yeah. And he's just the cutest. So I finished my peanut and yes. I got managed to get it all sent off to, along with the vertebrae mm-hmm. and the baby blanket from ages ago, all before he arrived, which was good. Awesome. What about yourself? Okay, so I have actually been super busy, it turns out. Woo! I'm dead proud of myself. So I finally, finally, finally cast off the kipper socks that I started mm-hmm. last July. And that's a sock pattern by Megan Fernandez and Lydia Gluck from the first ever issue of Pom Pom magazine. Ooh. And I knit that using some Easy Knits yarn that I got at Edinburgh Yarn Festival last year. So mm-hmm. de-stashing. Very yes. good. So I finished those. I cast off an Una shawl, which is a pattern by the lovely Rosie of Pixel Atlantis. Lovely. And I did that using some Art Phil Bell. Mm-hmm. which is a sock base and it's lovely and it's Canadian and amazing. Mm-hmm. If you guys are looking for a nice transition shawl, like if you're a beginner knitter and you want to do something that a little bit more technical but without being super, super scary or difficult, I really recommend this pattern from Rosie. It is really simply well written, very, very clear, 
Mm-hmm. And it's a really nice effective pattern as well. So it's very subtle and it's got garter stitch and increases and decreases and it's a very nice shape. So okay. 10 out of 10 would recommend and will definitely knit again. Nice. And then I also finished my daylight fading shawl. Woo! So that was using all of the amazing yarn by Countess Blaze from March. Mm-hmm. So the bleep tea and tray bake. And mm-hmm. if I want exposure, I will get my tits out. Mm-hmm as well as some Ushitita yarn that I got at Edinburgh Yarn Fest. Mm-hmm. And it's ginormous. And it's, it's very pretty. Huge. I'm always kind of on the fence about using merino singles, but these were all so lovely to knit with. They're really nice and bouncy. They're blocked well, so they're nice mm-hmm. and airy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm very, very happy with what I've knit. And I just want it to be cold again. Well, actually, I don't want it to be cold again. But I'm looking forward to autumn yeah. so it I can wear it. It is cold again. May was insane. Yeah. May was unbelievably hot. Yeah. We had like three or four weeks with no rain. Oh, it was glorious. And it was then, like we weren't even in Glasgow. Yeah, it was like 25 degrees, yeah. like solid. It was crazy. Amazing. Sam and I couldn't sleep because we couldn't mm. get the flat cooled down enough. Oh, yeah, we were the same. And then on Saturday, yeah. we had a huge thunderstorm. Thunder, lightning, rain so hard that the sewers overflowed in Ooh. 30 minutes it was insane and then since then it's kind of we've been back to kind of normal but at the same yeah. time all of the lawns have gone yeah. completely dead and straw so it'll be good for yeah. the grass and the trees and things to get some water again yeah see i was in yorkshire at the time so i missed all of that oh sam <laughs> had to walk home oh no oh. 10 minutes in it Ooh. it took us two days to get his shoes dried <gasps> oh jeez. two days he literally walked in dripping he was soaked to his skin and he'd been in it for 10 minutes so basically you should have sent him out there with a load of knitwear so blocked <laughs> it to him who needs a shower when you live in glasgow yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone yeah. everyone needs a shower <laughs> anyhow we should probably move away from the typical british thing of banging on and on about the weather true so last episode we were talking about bringing not only stash acquisition mission to but also pattern acquisition mission and I got very excited about calling it Sam Pam or Pam Sam, but lovely, lovely Heather suggested to us that we just call it Spam. Which is just fantastic. So we are now going to spam you guys. Yes. <laughs> Henceforth. <laughs> we are so professional. I know. The most professional. And, you know, all I did was talk about how my stash is fine. I was going to save yeah. myself till Perth. I have not. <laughs> so, But we don't shame people for stash acquisition no. mission here at Tipsy Nuts. And most of it has a plan yeah so the one that doesn't have a plan is a lovely skein from otherworldly yarns aka corolla lovely corolla in the fur bulg colorway and it's on the cordelia base which is like a corydale nylon base and it's beautiful yeah you need to show me actually so i can smoosh it yeah i need to figure out something to do with it but at the moment it's in my stash and it's beautiful and i love it reasonable the other thing I bought was 10 skeins of West Yorkshire Spinners Jacobs. And with that, it's four gamel dags mm-hmm. in natural colours. That is going to so be yummy. It's going to be all light grey body with mm-hmm. black and white accent colours. And I've wanted to do a gamel dags in Jacobs literally since I saw mm-hmm. the pattern. But originally I was like, I can't afford to buy it. So when I originally made my first one... It was because the yarn that I chose for it was a bit cheaper. But now I was like, do you know what? I totally can afford to do a, uh, do a full Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And lovely Louise Scully of Knit British had mentioned that there might be a reprise of the, of the Nature Shades 
um, Carl coming up. Awesome. So I was like, this is the perfect excuse. So I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm even yeah. going to swatch. Ooh. I'm actually going to swatch. Because I am tired of my jumpers being way too big, which basically all of them are. Have you been watching Queer Eye? No. You been watching RuPaul? No. How much alcohol have you had this episode? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> you are very flamboyant today, I'm just my dear. <laughs> very rah. It's because I got a new haircut. That's why. That's fair. And I just feel awesome. Mm-hmm. That's why. Fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm tired yeah. of my garments just mm-hmm. not quite fitting the way they should. So I'm going to swatch it. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a good girl. Mm-hmm. And then whatever size mm-hmm. my swatch comes out, I will adjust what size I will knit accordingly. If my swatch is too big, which it usually is, I will just mm-hmm. knit down a size instead of changing my needle size because screw that. I'm sorry, I just have you better swatch in my head now. <laughs> I'm a swatching girl. I've never been a swatching girl apart from when I was doing exploration. Yeah. Maybe that's put uh, swatching in my soul. Who knows? I do not swatch. I'm sorry, guys. I know I should, but life is too short for me. <laughs> do you know what? If you, whether you swatch or not, it's all good. Yeah. To be fair, if I was going to knit sweaters and stuff more, I probably would. But given that everything that I've knit hasn't actually required shaping, I've not really cared. Yeah. Whereas this, I want this to be a fairly form-fitting yeah. one because my other one is way too big. I mean... And just yeah. drowns me and actually is not flattering, so... I mean, to be fair, my other issues, I can't knit on anything smaller than a 3.5. It really hurts my wrists. Well, Gamble Dags is done on a yeah. 4.5. There you go. So, you know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. (laughs) So that's my spam. No patterns? No patterns. I actually have no acquisitions either to report to you guys. (gasps) Although you were texting going, I need to buy yarn. Yeah, I've had a real hankering for buying yarn this month, but nothing has screamed out to me. (laughs) A real hankering? Oh, yeah. (laughs) 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 Me and Heather were getting pictures like, what about this one? What about that one? What about this one? Does this represent me and my authentic self? As it turns out, none of them did. <laughs> but it's also a case of, you know, sometimes if yarn doesn't excite you, you don't have to buy it. Yeah, that is true. And there is nothing worse than having a skein in your stash that you feel a bit guilty about. Yeah. I mean, you should never feel guilty about stash, but I think because I have so many projects that I need to knit for other people, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, I want to knit something for myself. But I can't knit something for myself, so I'm like, I'll buy yarn for me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, it's nice having a disposable income sometimes. Yes, it is. Anyhow, so no no more spam from us. We will we'll probably have plenty of spam for you after the summer. Yeah. Um, especially if I manage to get to yarn yeah. chops while I'm on holiday. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, it is June. This episode is going to come out before the end of the Exploration Pod Cal. Mm-hmm, However, hopefully... hopefully you never know. But as we're recording it before, we're not going to do any draws now because we yeah. want to make sure everybody entering actually gets to June the 30th. Mm-hmm. You might have time to cast on between now and then. I don't know. If you do, go for it. You can probably totally do it. We believe I've done in you. it. You can do it. Yeah. I think we've had a couple of people who've knit too, haven't they? Yes. You crazy, crazy, amazing knitters. Yeah. So we've loved seeing everybody's mm-hmm. chills. It's throughout. amazing the past couple of weeks there's even a micro knitted one yes aileen yeah little bush baby so it gets guys... mentioned on every podcast she does we love you aileen 
if you guys want to go and check out the threads you can go and look at some of the other ones get some inspiration yeah they is, will be in the show notes links those will be in the show notes it is achievable you can mm-hmm. do it we believe in you if you want to cast on yeah. now we will be announcing prizes and things like that closer to the time via Ravelry, Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So um, that will be all happening in July. Yeah. As I said, there won't be an episode in July because pretty much I'm not here for You're the not entirety here. of July. And I'm not here for bits of it either. So. so it'll be August next time, but we'll do an- announcements via our social, social media. media. So that'll be... On the Ravelry group. Rav, Instagram, Twitter and then we'll do like a big wrap up episode yeah absolutely bit on the next episode in yeah. august so yeah. yeah and then that brings us to the fact it's our third podiversary oh my goodness so yeah three years i remember sitting down with my yeah. terrible little netbook three years ago Go. in your old flat my old flat before i was married oh <laughs> just after indieborough yarn crawl yeah. And we were like, should we try this? Should we? We'd been talking yeah. about it for a little while and we're like, let's just give it a bash. And yeah. who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think if any of you guys are thinking about setting up your own podcast, mm-hmm. just do it. We cannot believe that, you know, we have so many listeners mm-hmm. and in different countries and things as well, which is so cool. Yes. Hello um, to all of yes, you. Yes, hello wonderful. to you. Um, we love all the little messages we get and the comments and... and- Everything is great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing, and hopefully this means there'll be another three years. Yes. Maybe even next year we'll actually do a proper fourth-year celebration or something. Ooh, maybe. This year, obviously, we're doing the Exploration Podcast, so that kind of coincides a little bit too much for us to really get anything going. But yes. Maybe next year, and definitely for our fifth year. Oh, yes. we're totally going to be like recording in two years' time, right? Yeah, definitely. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, so who'd have thought us sitting down drinking would have become us sitting down drinking and recording it? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but that yeah. very first episode was Indie Bar Yarn Crawl well, 2015. Yes. And for those of you who don't know already, mm-hmm. Indie Borough Craft Crawl is coming on the 28th of July, July in Edinburgh. And there's yep. like 12 shops now. Or oh something. gosh, there's so many. So and it's not just knitting anymore. Yeah. Like us, they have grown. Yes. Time. <laughs> so go, go. Yeah. I can't be there and I'm really upset. So all of you go and I can live vicariously Please. through yeah. your posts on Instagram. Absolutely. Hopefully I will be there. If you're hoping for Pip, Saz, I'm not Pip. <laughs> no, I'm going to be in Ingerland. Oh. I'm going to be cuddling my nephew. Oh, that's okay then. So it's going to be fine. Yeah. So yeah, Indie World Craft Crawl will be awesome. Obviously, we have other things to look forward to on the horizon, including mm-hmm. a Perth Festival of Yarn. Yes. And if anyone hasn't noticed yet, the British Knitting and Crochet Awards have been announced and several of our favourite people and festivals mm-hmm. have been nominated for awards, including lovely Perth Festival of Yarn. Edinburgh, I think, carries up for an award for this thing of paper. Yes. So go, look, vote. Yes, make sure you go vote. I will make sure there is a note in the show notes. Yes, hopefully this goes yeah. out before the before the voting closes. Hopefully. If not, massive congratulations anyway to everyone who got nominated. Yes. Um, again, in the three years that we've been podcasting, we have had the absolute thrill of getting to go to so many amazing events, mm-hmm. meet with amazing designers, mm-hmm. talk to people. We've forged friendships, you know, with these people at these events and things, you know, we we would not exist were it not for them. Yes. So obviously we owe you guys all a massive 
thank you as well. Yes, definitely. Thank you for having us along. Thank you for inviting us to things. Thank you for listening to our bizarre chats at times. Yep. <laughs> thank you for thrusting yarn our way and telling us that we'll really love it. Yes. And thank you for the opportunity to make friends mm. and meet yeah. people that we wouldn't have met before. And exactly. Things. It's been amazing, yeah. guys. It's been amazing. Speaking of amazing, mm-hmm. we just want to go back to something that we mentioned in the last episode yep. that a few people didn't know the meaning of, which I guess we probably should have figured out yeah. because some people don't run in the same nerdy circles that yeah. we do. So we were talking all about, about being nitty paladins and raising everyone up around you. Yep, nitty and kindness, for want of another term. Yes. And some people didn't know what paladins were. Yes. So the traditional definition mm. of a paladin is a knight renowned for heroism and chivalry. Yep. However, we're D&D players. Yes. I played a paladin for five years yes. in a D&D campaign. And the paladins we're kind of talking about are essentially... Forces yeah, of good. Forces of good. They're typically, they typically have a lawful good alignment. Mm-hmm. However, mine was chaotic good because I persuaded my GM to do some jiggery pokery. They generally <laughs> represent a god within the D&D universe Mm -hmm. and they go forth and do good deeds and stuff yes and if they do bad things they become like a dark paladin but i can't remember the name of it oathbreaker no it wasn't that it was something else but i played D &D 3.5 so uh in the fifth edition it's called an oathbreaker and i kept getting threatened with it every single week (laughs) (laughs) but generally i was a terrible paladin (laughs) yeah i was a pal i was a good i was paladin of chaos i was young (laughs) i had a flaming sword generally a paladin is just a knight that does good things. Yeah. I think in the D&D universe, they're kind of seen as sort of like the Hermione Grangers of the world where, you know, they're very stiff upper lip and you shall be good. And they're, yeah. they're a little bit stick in the mud type things, but they don't but have don't, to be. Yeah, we don't mean it in that way. Yeah. We mean it in a be good to people, do good things, spread goodness. Yeah, just basically be kind. Follow the Wheaton's law of the world, if you will. Don't be a dick. dick. <laughs> That's Wheaton's law. Yeah. See, there you go. A paladin in typical D&D mythos would be like, hmm, I don't know if I can say that word. <laughs> Is that swearing? But, you know, it's it's just yeah. about fighting for good. Yeah. So, you know, keyboard warriors generally fight yeah. for bad or seek to bring people down. Be a nitty paladin yeah. and raise people up and spread good. Yeah. Boom. And Done. that kind of brings us on to something that we've noticed online recently. Yeah. Podcast fave, Carrie Westerman. Lovely yes. Carrie. Also known as Carrie Buckish. Mm-hmm. I was tweeting recently about the idea of gatekeeping within the knitting community and I think on Twitter particularly. Mm-hmm. So the idea of people or knitters making others feel guilty for perhaps not engaging within the community in specific ways feeling guilty about whether or not you have specific needles or whether you've knit particular patterns i think things as simple as using acrylic yarn but not using indie dyed yarns and things like that yeah you do see quite a lot of people who are self-professed yarn snobs yeah and it's like cool if that's your preference cool don't go actively around and make people feel bad about it People do what they can afford. If they're enjoying the hobby, they're enjoying the hobby. You know, some people can't afford to buy reams and reams of patterns. Mm -hmm. And instead they subscribe to a magazine once a month. Don't make them feel bad for doing that. Just gatekeeping sucks. You do you. I mean, I think, again, Cospip and I have moved in the geek communities. Mm -hmm. I know I've been on the receiving end so many times of, oh, you're just playing D&D because you want to shag that guy. Oh, you're a girl? D 
Did you know what a D10 is? Oh, you've only got a D20. Yeah, like, and we've both oh been... Oh, my God. We've both been subjected to gatekeeping. Quite severe gatekeeping in some cases, you know. Oh, God. I've been accused of being a puppet for other people. Yeah. It's and, like... like, the nerd community can be really bad for it. Oh, and yeah. it really sucks to the point where sometimes if it's bad enough people leave the mm-hmm. hobby or yeah. leave the community and you know what knitting is friggin' awesome yeah if we can stop people from leaving the community because actually knitting has proven benefits to your mental health Absolutely. it's awesome there are so many amazing people and so many amazing things yeah don't gatekeep if people want to do it their own way, let them do it yeah. their own way. You do you, as exactly. I believe Carrie tweeted, as I believe several other people have said. Yeah, Carrie um, posted an awesome thread yeah. about gatekeeping, especially on Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, more generally, I think, certainly from our end of things as well, sure, we use specific types of yarn. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I knit a lot with indie yarn. Mm-hmm, and, me too. you know, I have that privilege, but at the same time, I've used acrylic yarn. Yeah, you I know. used acrylic yarn recently to make a baby blanket. You know, oh, there is no. no shame in it. and It has know, its place. Whether you paid £2.50 or £20.50 for your yarn, you know, it doesn't matter. So long as you are happy with the project that you are knitting on and the finished result, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know, if you use straight needles, if you use plastic needles, if you use fixed circles or interchangeables, mm-hmm. use what makes you happy. Like, yeah. you know, I've said I cannot knit with needles that are smaller than a 3.5. Mm-hmm. And I don't swatch <laughs> yeah. if I can avoid it or ever. You know, I'm not going to feel guilty about that. Same way, I'm not going to shame Pip for the fact that Pip does swatch. Occasionally. Occasionally. Well, <laughs> you, you swatch a lot, but to be fair, like, you enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. I, I guess the key point of this is don't make people feel bad. Yeah. And don't feel bad yourself. If you yeah. see someone that's going off on a rant yeah. and gate trying to gatekeep, you know, oh my god, this person uses acrylic needles or acrylic yarn or whatever. Do you know what? That's their own problem the only person that is being negatively affected by their viewpoints are the person that's getting upset in the first place if you Mm want to do it yourself do it you do you do it you know you don't have to answer to anyone else if you want to if you want to knit or crochet yourself a literal bag of dicks (laughs) do it or a bag of dog feces that I believe is in the hot right now on Rav at the moment, which yeah. is hilarious. You know, if like, someone wants to knit something political, oh, like there was a there was a political hat that went up and the comments were just full of people, yeah. you know, being horrible about it. And it's like, you know what? It's clearly not marketed at you. Yeah. It said in the, in the title it's not marketed yeah. at you. Why do you have to come in and spread all that bad yeah. stuff and say that knitting isn't political? Because newsflash, knitting has always been political. And to be fair, I think it also goes back to the image from Liner magazine. And I know Louise Tilbrook tweeted or Instagrammed a pi- another picture from it. Mm-hmm. And from what I gather, you know, there were more comments of, oh, she's not smiling. Why is she not smiling? Again, think about whether or not this image or this project is for you. Yes. And also, what does it matter about the facial expression of someone? Yes. To be honest, I'm more suspicious of patterns where people are grinning maniacally when they're wearing a scarf. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I grin maniacally when I wear a shawl because I look flipping fabulous, but like... But the last thing you really need to do is to go in and be like, um, you can't be in our group because Ugh. you're not wearing the right shade of pink. Yeah, and you I know? would I'd hope that in our three years of existence we have not made anybody feel unwelcome at all. As far as we're concerned here at Dips and Nits, you're all welcome. We don't care if you drink alcoholic drinks, if you drink non-alcoholic, if you drink tea or coffee... 
Yeah, you, you know, knit with acrylic yarn. If you acrylic use acrylic yarn, needles, if you knit animal with, fiber, cotton. If the only thing you will knit with ever is a hundred percent kiviet, you know, we don't care. You're all welcome. Yeah. As long as you're following Wheaton's law of don't be a dick. Yeah. You're welcome to play in our playhouse. Yeah. I think the other thing we should probably say is, that's not to say people can't make mistakes. Yes. We're all human. Yeah. And sometimes a sincere apology is yeah. all you need. Something holding your hands up and being like, Whoa, "My bad, <laughs> my bad. We, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I, serious, I sincerely apologize." That like, goes a long way because no mm-hmm. one's perfect. We've probably said things where we look back and we're like, "Oh my god," or "Oh, god, oh my yeah. goodness, that definitely yeah. did not was not meant well, the way it came out." I think it's one of those things. I think certainly, you know, we've grown up with the internet. You know, yes. we we remember a time before the internet and we remember a time with the internet. We've seen it develop. Yeah. You know, and I think the things that, you know, you posted online when you were 18 or even when you were 15, like, you yeah. look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I was a teenager, I was a moron. Thank goodness Bebo got deleted. Oh. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, like, can you imagine Bebo with knitting? Like, I'm like 14 years old and I'm like, so mature. <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah, anyhow. <laughs> you know, we can't all be perfect yeah. all the time. No one is ever going to be perfect yeah. all the time. All we ask is before you actively try mm-hmm. and make someone feel bad or you actively let something get to you that was just put out there and not necessarily aimed at you, just take a moment mm-hmm. and don't say mean things and take a moment and think, okay, someone just posted yeah. a mean thing or a bad thing. I'm going to just hold my breath and I'm going to yeah. go past that. Yeah. You know? And, you know, life's too short. Life is too short to be a keyboard warrior. It's too short to get het up about things. Mm-hmm. Just get on with your knitting, really. Like, that's all I want to do. As far as I'm concerned, you know, when I was 17, you are the kind of person, like, at that time when you, you know, react instantly to stuff. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you know what? Life's too short. I want to drink my drink. I want to knit my knitting. All I want to do is knit a shawl. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it will be able to tell the exact moment that popped into my head because I grinned at her and she uh, looked at me like what is coming <laughs> this is the thing about having known each other for such a long time and then recording for three years as well yeah I hope you guys like get our sense of humour because uh, gosh we've known each other nine years almost nine years this September yeah so you know there might be in jokes and things and just let us know if like some of these paladins. go over your head you yeah. know yeah um, oh, speaking of paladins, another thing I would like to say. Louise Tilbrook is a flipping ninja amazing paladin at the moment combating fake Instagram accounts, or oh, bots yes. rather. Like, I don't know if you listen, Louise, but if you are, you are amazing and an inspiration. Mm-hmm. And every time Tipsy Knits gets followed by a bot, I am on it with that spam button. Yes. And I then kind of go after them on my other accounts as well. <laughs> I don't know if that's bad or not, but... She's inspirational. She yeah. is a bot hunter supreme. Yeah, and th- Louise has done a brilliant blog post about these, but I think, you know, if you guys are noticing spam accounts that are taking other people's images and reposting them and X, Y, and Z, just hit report. And also... It's a simple, effective thing you can do. You can also probably tag the person whose yeah. picture got stolen because oftentimes they don't get a notification, so it lets yeah. them know what's going on a little bit as well. There was one that was taking personal photos from other people's yeah, accounts. Yeah, I think and Katie Lavelli had a couple taken. And Ellie from Skandier as well. Oh, and Ellie it's well. just a bit gross, yeah. so if we can go ahead and yeah. eradicate those, that would be really cool. I think the thing is, they're not even actual people that are actively yeah. doing it, it's just bots that are catching it. It's just, yeah. 
It's a bit weird. It's just a nonsense, and I'm really annoyed actually because they are getting smarter. So they went from having the same picture of someone knit, someone's hands knitting. They've actually got like people's names and like actual faces now. So I had one like Danny Jones following me, and I was like, "Oh, Danny out of McFly." <laughs> no, it wasn't Danny out of McFly. It was a bot. Who could have guessed <laughs> that Danny from McFly maybe wasn't interesting in knitting? Hey, <laughs> don't judge. You might. Thirteen-year-old me really liked McFly. I mean, twenty-seven-year-old me still really likes McFly. <laughs> really good band. Yeah. I'm sad that they don't really exist anymore. Um, <laughs> now I feel sad. But key points, like I said, don't let gatekeepers get to you because yeah. gatekeepers often yeah. have their own issues that they're working out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times their gatekeeping comes from a place yeah. of deep insecurity, mm-hmm. which is what we've all learned as part oh, of the geeky community. Oh, especially in the geeky community and not that I hold any grudges towards anyone anymore. No. And don't gatekeep because no one likes that. Yeah. Like, you don't have to know everything about a hobby to be involved in it. Let someone be a casual fan or a yeah. casual involvement. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. And don't make yeah. people feel bad. Yeah. Most importantly, raise everyone up. If you see something that you like, like it. Compliment people. You know, if you are knitting a pattern or something and you're enjoying it, say so. Yeah. Comment on the thing. Rate it. Put it in your notes. You know, just small things every day. Yeah. Simple. We can all change the knitting world one like at a time. <laughs> oh my God. You are just, you're just like a walking content line today, you. I am. I don't know oh what's my wrong. Goodness. It's just the confidence of this haircut. Okay. It's, it's, so it's all, basically. I think my mohawk is like channeling all of the cheesy energy from the universe and it's like coming out <laughs> my mouth she's got an adorable mohawk guys we'll take we'll take a picture and we'll put it in the show notes yeah we'll um i've talked a lot about show notes today yeah yeah if you haven't guessed by the way it's usually my voice that's on the show notes <laughs> <laughs> see that's the thing if you're reading something that's written you'll be able to tell if it's me because mine is just like here is a th- thing thanks whereas sia like can actually write stuff that like reads well no i can't i'm not very good at it so again this is the good thing about the two of us doing podcasts pip deals with the editing and the horrible stuff like that yeah you are a hero by the way you are a hero (laughs) among nitty podcasters (laughs) whereas i get to do all the fun stuff like writing up the show notes playing with the blog playing on instagram which is real hardship for someone like me who like hates taking pictures of their face and knitting like (laughs) i am i am a hero as well yeah you are you're a social media hero i also hope you guys realize i can't do that i'm not good at that so we complement each other perfectly it's a good partnership so yeah if you take anything from this episode guys if you want to start a podcast do it with a pal yeah podcast with pals the only thing is it means that you won't be able to record exactly when you feel like it all the time yeah but But that's okay because you make it work for you you do and it also means that you have an excuse to hang out with your friend every time you want to record which is awesome i know such a hardship (laughs) yeah i feel like you guys don't get well i say i feel like i know you guys don't get our facial expressions when we're talking and this is probably when the nine years of knowing each other comes in yes Sometimes I feel like people t- like people who can't see my expression don't get sometimes where like sometimes people take what I say mean when I don't mean it mean. I mean I say it with a smile on my face. So just so you guys know, like every time we're recording this we pretty much have giant grins on our faces the whole Oh yeah, through. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> but yeah, we should probably wrap things up now. We should. Um I don't even know have we actually talked that much about knitting this episode? I don't know. We've kind of rambled all over the show. And that's what yeah. we're going to leave you to ponder about all summer. Oh, you're welcome. So. Yeah, so we will be back 
Ooh, creaky chair. Oops. You're welcome. We'll be back after the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so professional. I hope the cat. I hope that the microphone has picked this uh, up. Otherwise, you guys are going to be really confused. If not, never mind. Yeah, we will be back after the summer. We will likely have plenty of knitting to chat with you. Oh, yes. We will probably have some spam. Yes. <laughs> I never thought I'd love saying we will have spam so much. I know, right? Thank you, Heather. You forgot to charge us for this, so thanks for your intellectual property. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a lawsuit waiting to happen? I don't know. I don't Quick, think... delete all the WhatsApp messages. Yes. This totally doesn't go into the evidence. We might be back with our overlord Heather, who we totally appreciate and love. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, spend your summer being good to each other. Yeah, be good to each other. And don't forget, we love hearing about what you're doing. We love seeing what you're doing as well. Yeah. Please feel free to tag us on social media, sharing stuff. Good luck with your exploration pod cows if you're continuing. Yes. And even if you have missed the cow, knit one anyway. It's a cracking pattern. It's a great pattern. It's good stash buster. Yep. Free up some stash for Indieborough Craft Crawl. Free Absolutely. up some stash for oh, Perth. Perth. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You see? <laughs> I'm in a really weird mood today, guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Anyway. That might be the title of this episode. <laughs> maybe. But we're going to yeah. have to definitely say goodbye now. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to get another hour of us like rambling on about yeah. stuff. So, have a good summer. Oh, and we'll see you in August. And happy knitting. Thank you for tuning in to the Tips and Knits podcast, whether a new or a returning listener. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram as at Tipsy Knits. You can also find us on YouTube as an audio podcast under the name Tipsy Knits Podcast. The music is from the lovely Juke Deck, where you can generate your own music for podcasts. So for any aspiring or other podcasters out there, check out Juke Deck. Thanks for listening.